And there you have it. The head coach of the SEC champions, Steve Spurrier. He did it on the field last year with the best record in the league. He's done it for the record books in 1991. Clay Everett is out there. And he got it! Oh! Florida fans from now will remember the 1991 team. The Lord has smiled on us all season. And that last drive, he smiled on us again. Welcome in, Gator fans, to Celebrating 91, our new podcast here at 1010XL.com. Now the home of the Florida Gators, which we are incredibly excited about and uh, incredibly excited that our friends at Harrell and Harrell are sponsoring another Gators-oriented podcast. They were kind enough to sponsor Celebrating 96 last year as we looked at the 25th anniversary of Florida's first national championship. And this year, the sequel, Celebrating 91, the 30th anniversary look back at the 1991 SEC champions, the first official SEC title in Florida history, and one of the most special teams, I think, in program history. Uh, So we really appreciate our friends at Harrell and Harrell for sponsoring the podcast. Great personal injury law firm. I've known Holt since our days of bowl. Super great guy. You can reach Harrell and Harrell at 251-1111. This is an important team for me. I was 15 years old uh, when the 1991 team did this. And, uh, and I can tell you, like growing up a Gator fan, I had Gators on both sides of my family. My parents got divorced when I was like really, really little. But my dad was a huge Gator fan. His whole family were Gator fans. My mom went to Georgia, but wasn't much of a football fan. Her brother was a huge Gator. Her dad was a huge Gator. So I had Gators on on all sides. And uh, growing up, Florida wins the SEC title in 1984, but can't keep it because of NCAA probation. So they win it in 84. It's taken away. They know they can't win it in 85, but they win it on the field. They still don't get to keep it. Steve Spurrier shows up in 1990. Florida wins the SEC his first year. They can't keep it because of violations that occurred uh, prior to Spurrier arriving uh, uh, under uh, Galen Hall. So 1991 comes around and Florida is loaded and uh, preseason fifth in in the nation. And this is going to be the year. And with all that pressure on them, Florida delivered and went 7-0 and in SEC play. They were the first team in the SEC to go 7-0 and in the league since 1977. So that's the parity that existed in this conference. Teams didn't dominate this conference. Uh, it was very smash-mouth, run-oriented. You're going to hear some stats, some passing stats, and where they ranked at the time over the course of this podcast that I think are going to astound you because they astounded me. And what we're doing is it's a 12-week look at this team. We're going to go game by game. Uh, today's episode focuses on San Jose State. I'm not going to spend a lot of time on that. It was 59-21 Gators. We'll get into it a little bit. But in the weeks to come, you're going to hear from players, coaches, media that covered the team each week about each game and uh, and what they represented and, and their thoughts overall about the team and how special it was. Uh, but for me, I, I remember growing up hearing from my dad, from my granddad, uh, you know, forget winning a national title. 
I just hope the Gators can win an SEC title that they can keep in my lifetime. I mean, that's where Florida was as a program. They had been in the league 57 years and had never been SEC champions, had never had a title they could actually keep. This team delivered it. They've sort of been washed away a little bit because of all the massive success that followed. Uh, Steve Spurrier went on to win several more SEC championships that were that were official. Obviously, they win the 96 National Championship. Ur- Urban Meyer comes in about a decade later. They win it in 06 and 08. So the 91 team's accomplishments have sort of been lost a little bit over the 30 years because of the overall success of the football program. But it will always be a team that is very special to Gator fans that are are my age and older. And if you're a Gators fan that is younger, it really is a team you should appreciate because Florida Florida had never beaten Alabama in Gainesville before 91. They beat them 35-0. Florida never would beat Auburn and Georgia in the same year. They Before the divisions, Auburn and Georgia were always consecutive opponents on Florida's schedule, which was hell. Because Auburn was always such an emotional game. It's a huge rivalry. It's not so much anymore, which is a shame because of the rotation. But Florida and Auburn used to play every year. It was a massive rivalry. So Florida would go through that street fight and then have to come to Jacksonville and go through Georgia. This team, the 91 team, beats Auburn 31-10, to turns around a week later, beats Georgia 45-13. to It was the largest margin of victory that Florida had ever put on Georgia. It was the most points Florida had ever scored in the series. It was the first time Florida had defeated Georgia in back-to-back seasons since 1962 and 63. I mean, think about that. It had been 30 years since Florida had beaten Georgia twice in a row. And this team uh, does it. Spurrier's first two years there. Just some remarkable accomplishments. They beat Tennessee 35-18. That was the largest margin ever over Tennessee for a Florida team. Um, they shut out LSU 16 to nothing. LSU was not what they are now or what they ha- what they were over the last 20 years, but still impressive. It was, uh, it was a remarkable team, obviously engineered by a brilliant second-year coach and Steve Spurrier. The offense was just unbelievable. School record 5,028 yards, 457.1 yards per game. That was ninth in the nation. Again, and and by far the toughest defensive conference in the country. Uh, Shane Matthews was the engineer. He had been the 1990 SEC Player of the Year. Uh, Miracle story. Spurrier shows up. Shane's sixth on the depth chart. uh, Wins the job. Shane Matthews goes on to become this amazing collegiate player. uh, Follows up the 90 SEC Player of the Year by winning it again in 91. I mean, again, some of the things... That, that this team did, uh, Shane threw for 2,952 yards in 1990 and then came back in 91 and threw for 3,130. Well, that would not sound like a lot of yards today. At the time, that was the second and third highest single season totals in Southeastern Conference history. His 28 passing touchdowns in 1991 set the new SEC record. Uh, it was just uh, amazing, the offensive ingenuity, creativity, that Steve Spurrier orchestrated, and uh, it, this was the first ever 10-win season in Florida history. They never won 10 games before 1991. 
And uh, obviously they lost twice that year, uh, both out of conference. They lost to Syracuse in week three, 38-21 in the Carrier Dome. And they lost the Sugar Bowl uh, against Notre Dame, 39-28. to uh, The Sugar Bowl appearance uh, was, was something that, you know, that was a bowl Florida didn't go to uh, all that often. It, it, it had been many years since Florida had reached the Sugar Bowl, um, going all the way back to to the 70s. So um, just some some remarkable accomplishments by this team. We'll obviously talk a lot about the offense, but the defense was unbelievable. It's it's funny, Ron Zook was the defensive coordinator. Charlie Strong was a first-year defensive ends coach. He's now obviously with the Jaguars. He's had a brilliant career in football. Um, the defense was outstanding, led by Brad Culpepper and Tony McCoy, just these rock-solid defensive tackles. Uh, Culpepper and McCoy combined for 39 tackles behind the line of scrimmage that season. Uh, the run D was uh, sixth in the nation, led the SEC 100.3 yards per game. Just an unbelievable, dominating season. And uh, it's going to be a lot of fun talking to you guys about this. Once again, Celebrating 91 is brought to you by our friends at Harrell & Harrell. If you're in need of a personal injury attorney, you need someone you can count on. That's Holt and Julie Harrell. You can reach them at 251-1111. Hopefully you won't need them, but if you do, call Harrell & Harrell. And uh, it, it's it's really going to be fun to look back. So this the season opens. Florida comes off of, of the 90 season, Spurrier's first year, and obviously he, he exceeded anyone's expectations. Just the, the, you know, his brilliant passing game uh, revolutionized the SEC. Nobody had an answer for it, or very few had an answer for it. And so they go into the 91 season, San Jose State comes in, and, uh, and, and the, the offense just picks up right where it left off. Uh, this was a game in which... Florida scored 45 points in the first half. Um, Shane throws for an SEC record, uh, tying five touchdown passes. Three go to Harrison Houston. Uh, the the Gators didn't score in the fourth quarter, so I mean that tells you, you know, it, this was you know one occasion where uh, the the dogs truly were called off, and uh, and Florida had uh, 59 points going into the fourth, did not score again. San Jose State did throw for a bunch of yards in this game. They threw for like 388 and actually led in time of possession. Uh, so defensively, there was some some things that the Gators had to uh, had to get fixed, which obviously they did. Next week they shut out Alabama 35 nothing, but um. But an int- intriguing opener uh, to it, and again, this was uh, this was a season that was about as hyped as as any you can remember. Again, remember in our area, no Jaguars at this point. The Jaguars are still many years away from from starting, and so you've got you know we're, we're a college town in Jacksonville at this point in terms of our our sports allegiances. You're a Gator, you're a Knoll, you know, you're a Bulldog, you're a Hurricane. Uh, you know, there there is no Jaguars. And the anticipation for this season was such that Florida sold 70,500 season tickets. That was at the time a record. It still may be. At the time, it was a record uh, for any college or pro sports entity in the state of Florida to have 70,500 season tickets sold. I can tell you that is a staggering amount of fan interest. I, I don't know that we would see that. Uh, today uh, from any franchise in the state, uh, even with the world championship bucks. I'll, I'll check on that, but I, I would be shocked. Uh, 84,425 was the average attendance 
It was the fifth best in the nation, again, making the Swamp one of the more feared stadiums in the country to come play. The 91 team defended its turf at home. They lost at Syracuse in a neutral site game to Notre Dame. Uh, so they go 12-0 and in the Swamp uh, under Spurrier. Uh, it was just uh, an unbelievable year. Uh, we talked about um, you know Shane, Eric Rett, uh, what a running back. Uh, somebody who I think is an underrated Gator. Uh, doesn't get talked about uh, as much as he probably should, but went over 1,000 yards on the ground this year. Uh, also caught 40 passes. Uh, he was the first running back in school history to accomplish that feat. Uh, um, just amazing uh, offense all the way around. The, the Gators were led by uh, a tremendous offensive line. Uh, Cal Dixon at center was a first-team All-SEC player. Uh, Hassam Ismail, uh, All-SEC guard, first team. Uh, tackle Mark White, tackle Tony Roll uh, were um, an outstanding senior class. They combined for 114 career starts. Uh, and then Jim Watson at guard um, was, uh, was the, the only underclassman that year. Uh, they only allowed 16 sacks and 390 passing attempts. And again, it speaks to everybody thinks of Spurrier as this well, all he does is throw it all over the yard. I found this interesting. The Gator balance that year was almost dead on 50-50. The Gators ran 787 plays. 397 of those were runs. 390 were passes. So almost dead even 50-50. But of course, that's you know the Gators throwing it all over the yard in the first half, building big leads, and then playing a lot of run, kill the clock in the second half. Um, but still just, it's amazing that that's how it turned out. But I remember when Florida beat Kentucky, and obviously this is an episode that we'll do, uh, a couple of months from now, as we get close to wrapping it up, this podcast will will actually finish the week of the regular season. So it gives you a little bit of a, a fun countdown as we get closer to, uh, the 2021 season of Gators football. But, um, but when Florida beat Kentucky to clinch it, uh, it, it really was one of the more electrifying moments as a Gators fan because you just had been teased so much about. Uh, I had a, a Coke bottle that I still have uh, of the 1984 SEC championship uh, because, again, Florida won it thinking that they could keep it. It wasn't until after the season was over that the league decided that Florida would not be able to keep that SEC title officially. So I have a Coke bottle, a 1984 bottle of Coke with Albert the Alligator on it and Florida schedule on the back that is unopened. And uh, no, I will not open it and drink it and tell you what it does to me. But uh, um, it, it is one of those things that it was, this was a treasure. Florida winning the 1991 SEC championship was an absolute treasure. And I cannot wait to bring you the coaches, the players, and the media that covered it to give you details of, of how it all happened and uh, and the story of this magnificent Florida Gators team. So that will be next week. This will be a weekly podcast. Graham Marsh is helping me out with it. I certainly appreciate all of his assistance. I think we're going to have this to you every Wednesday to give you something to look forward to. And again, we're just going to go down the line game by game uh, over these next uh, the, these next 12 weeks. So this is the San Jose State episode. I apologize, Spartans, for not going a little bit more into the 59 to 21 drubbing that you took. Um, but maybe somebody out there will do a podcast on the uh, 1991 San Jose State team. 
But um, but it'll be a lot of fun. Next week we'll get into Alabama. Uh, can't wait to do that. Uh, this has been Celebrating 91 on 1010XL.com. And once again, certainly appreciate the personal injury law firm of Harrell & Harrell for sponsoring Celebrating 91. If you're in need of a personal injury attorney, you will not go wrong. Call my buddies, Holt Harrell, Julie Harrell. Call them at 251-1111 if you or a loved one have been hurt. Hopefully you won't need them, but if you do, give Harrell & Harrell uh, your business at 251-1111. That's going to do it, Gator fans. Appreciate you listening. Be back next week on Celebrating 91. Celebrating 91.